This is Buccaneers Total Access. He's hit, he's crunched, he's clobbered by Gerald McCoy. Wow! Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. Your friend on the digital frontier. Now live from Hooters, the original wing joint. Celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. Here's your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? Hope everyone's having a great Monday. You made it through. That's what matters. We have a great guest here with us today. Cam Brait is joining us here at the Hooters on Hillsboro. And we hope tons of you guys start coming out to join us here on Monday afternoon. See, we got such a great crowd in here in Hillsboro. Yeah, this is the, the, the beauty of you getting to be here. You know, we have the fans here. We already saw you signing autographs as you came in. And it makes me think about the fact that you're one of those guys that you came in undrafted and had such an unconventional start into the league and, and with the Buccaneers. And I know that's something we're going to get to a little bit later as well, but it's got to be still kind of cool for you getting recognized out in Tampa and, and signing autographs. Does that happen a lot? Uh, not that often. Not I that kinda, often? I kind of blend in, you know. Um, you know the generic white guy looked, you know. Exactly. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. So it's usually just me, Adam, and Ryan together, and we all just kind of look like normal dudes. So kind of blend in, which is pretty cool. Helpful to not be the size of an O-line or D-line guy. Right, yeah. yeah. That tends to stand yep. out a little bit. Well, I know you guys have tons of questions for Cam Braid. There's several ways for you to send those in. Use that hashtag BucksRadio on Twitter, the More section of the Bucks app, or you can give us a call, Hillsboro, 813-990-4620, Pinellas, 727-461-4620, and toll-free, 888 888- Five four six forty six twenty. So uh, let's start a little bit uh, with the game in Chicago, which we're going to blanket statement. We know that it's not how it was supposed to go, not how you guys want to play, need to play. Um, let's begin, though, with the more positive personal side for you. This was your hometown team growing up. You grew up a Bears fan, right? Yeah, I did. And where are you from in the I'm area? I'm from Naperville. Naperville. So how far is that from Chicago itself? It's like 45 minutes away. Okay, so the Bears, they were your team, right? They were my team for a very long time. And this was your first time playing in Soldier Field, right? Right, yeah. So we played the Bears, I think, five years in a row yeah. now. And so my first year was in Chicago, but I was on the practice squad. And every tight end got hurt that game, so uh, I played the following week. But uh, the past three years, we played them down here, so that was my first time playing up in Soldier Field, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and you still have a ton of friends and family live up there, right? Yeah, I consider them, you know, friends and family. But, uh, yeah, no, I have a ton of people that uh, were able to come out to the game. Um, cost me a lot to, uh, to have them come. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome seeing everyone. Uh, you know, I wish the game would have turned out a little better, but uh, it was still great seeing everyone. How many tickets did you end up needing for all those people? So I, I was tasked with uh, buying 78 tickets. Wow. Um, I'm still waiting to get uh, – any money back from those because uh, I let everyone know, you, you know, we don't get free tickets. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a, a big portion of my paycheck this week went to tickets. Yeah, which I bet a lot of people don't know. I bet they assume you guys just get as many free tickets as you want. Right, exactly. So, yeah, for the road games especially, it's it's hard for us to get tickets. And, uh, yeah, so I had people uh, crawling out of the woodwork, you know, people I haven't talked to in years, saying, oh, hey, see you guys are up in Chicago this week. Uh, Let so me get them tickets. Exactly. So I tried uh, helping out as much as I could, um, but it was worth it. It was awesome seeing everyone. So what happens. You're a big deal now, you know? I guess. I don't know. Cambrai, big deal. Uh, so, I mean, what was it like? You, I'm sure you had to have imagined playing in Soldier Field as a kid. Is that right? Uh, no, I never thought I would make it to the NFL. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, in my wildest dreams, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I went to a bunch of Bears games growing up. Um, you know, they have an awesome fan base. 
Um, you know, I went to games when it was negative wind chills oh while it was snowing. You, you were one of those crazy people. Yeah, I mean, you buy the ticket, you got to go. <laughs> uh, they play rain or shine, so. I feel like I would have only bought tickets in, like, September and October. Right. I'd have I just mean, been like, you know, y'all have fun later in the year. I'll watch on TV. The smart ones do, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they take pride in that. The, uh, you know, going out, whether it's snowing, whether it's 10 degrees out, or whether it's 95, you know, at the beginning of the season. So I went to a bunch of games growing up. Um, never thought I'd have the chance to play on Soldier Field, so it was pretty cool. You know, some of the guys I looked up to growing up, you know, those guys were legends uh, playing in Soldier Field. So uh, that, that aspect of the game was pretty cool for me. Did you have that moment, like, as you ran out on the field, or was there a time that you maybe pulled up that you're like, man, like, I'm playing where I went to watch games as a kid? Once I, I started hearing the fans pregame uh, talking a lot of smack, I was like, <laughs> ah, yeah, this is Chicago, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that when uh, we first ran out, we were down in the tunnel, and the fans were really giving it to us, you know, talking about how it was going to be a long day for us, and uh, just kind of reminded me of, you know, being one of those fans. You back were that in the guy. Day. Yep. That's almost the karma there. You were that guy <laughs> and saying exactly. that to all the other team. Um, so, I know, like you said, the game did not go how everybody hoped for. What was that like to then have to go? You go say hi to all your friends and family. For people who don't know, there's a, a friends and family section essentially after the game where you guys can all go meet up with them, and I'm sure you had all these people waiting for you. How is that as a player when I'm sure you're not in a good mood, but then you have all these people out there that you're excited to see, and, and how does that go? What, what do they say to you? How do you handle it? Uh, well, you got to put on a good face for them because uh, that's probably the only time I'm going to see a lot, a lot of those people until uh, the off season. Um, but, I mean, it's just I think there's no expectation, I guess, for you. Um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a great game for us, but uh, you know, for them it's just really cool to have a friend that's playing in the NFL. So, um, you know, win or lose, those people are going to support me. Uh, Try to put it on a good face. I smiled for the photos, uh, shook some hands, kissed some babies. But, uh, no, it wasn't too bad at all. It was, you know, just just good seeing everyone. Does that kind of help after a game like that in a lot of ways? It definitely does. Kind of puts things into perspective for sure, uh, which is what you need after a game like yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure. We're here talking to Cam Braid at the Hooters on Hillsboro, and you got a chance to catch a touchdown at your you know, hometown stadium, and as much as you wish you'd come out of there with a win, I have to imagine that personally that's, that was a great moment of – do you think that's a touchdown that might stand out to you in some ways because it was there? Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of got the wind knocked out of me a little bit yeah. on that, and uh, there's nothing you can really do when you get the wind knocked out of you. <laughs> so um, hopefully the film cuts out before it's me just on all fours <laughs> laying on the ground for a minute. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty special for me. Just, I mean, it wasn't – a, a meaningful touchdown by any means, but uh, just the fact it, it was on Soldier Field in front of all my friends and family was pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's true. Do you feel pressure to play well in front of friends and family? Uh, no. I, I love when I have uh, friends and family come to games. Um, I don't know. I just get excited that I'm able to, to play in front of them and hopefully put on a good performance for them and uh, kind of represent you know, them and uh, where I grew up well. So, if anything, it kind of gets me a little bit more excited for the games, for sure. That's true. And are there any other places like a Soldier Field where it had a special significance to you? Any places that you've been like, man, like, I've been so pumped to play there that you've either gotten to do already or that you hope to do? Uh, playing in Lambeau uh, was pretty cool last year. Um, just growing up a Bears fan, I've watched the Packers my whole life and kind of despised yeah. them. Uh, and, you know, I was able to have a pretty good game last year against them. And uh, kind of like this, I had a bunch of uh, friends and family make the trip up. So, um, you know, that game will kind of always stick out for me as well. That's great. 
Uh, so, you know, I wanted to lead off with all this nice little warm and fuzzy, but we do have to talk a little bit about how this game do went. We have to. We re- you know, just a, just a little bit. We kind of have to. Uh, I guess I'd, I don't, to begin, just what was so different? I mean, this, it feels almost like a different team in some ways than these first couple. And that's what's challenging early in the year is such a small sample size to figure out who you are as a team. So I know you guys believe you're the Bucks of the, the first couple games. Uh, what happened to create such a different atmosphere where it looked like a, a different team out there? Yeah, I wish I had a good, simple answer for you. but um, Yeah, I think we're going to go fix tomorrow and then that's it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, it kind of just seemed like everything kind of snow, snowballed. Um, you know, we didn't get off to a great start. And, um, you know, it seemed like they were really clicking. Uh, you know, I've still watched the Bears. You know, a little, little piece of me still... Silvers for the Bears, I think, a little deep down. Obviously, the Bucks are my team. They, <laughs> not on the day you play each page. other, exactly, but yeah. Exactly, So I mean, At um, least they're not in our division. That's allowed. Right, right. So I'll watch the Bears when I can. And, uh, you know, just um, their offense, they were unbelievable yesterday. And you got to give them credit. Um, you know, Trubisky was throwing some great passes. It seemed like the receivers were, were able to get open. Um, you know, schematically, I thought they did some really nice things. And uh, it just seemed like we couldn't really ever get out of that hole um and obviously you know it's the nfl we can't make any excuses or anything like that so um you know if we're in that situation again hopefully we'll be able to respond a little bit better than we did yesterday you know a lot of people talked about how the bears offensively um before sunday's game were a lot better in the scripted portion of the beginning of the game that they were really good at that part where you already know ahead of time you've already picked all those plays and then things for them tended to spiral out a little bit after that what causes an offense to have that kind of quality and what is it about with the scripted versus when that goes away what does that show you about an offense if that is the case uh you know i think that that's a testament to the coaches and the players being on the same page um because those scripted plays are are the plays the coaches think schematically are going to have a a good advantage for for your team so um you know it just comes down to executing those plays well too obviously uh and like you said yesterday if you do hit on those scripted plays it really gives you confidence moving forward and all of a sudden the defense is scrambling then trying to adjust and uh, it seemed like they were always just kind of one or two plays ahead of us yesterday. All right, we still have tons more time coming up here with Cam Brate. Plenty of time for you guys to get your questions in for him. Use that hashtag BucksRadio on Twitter, the More section of the Bucks app, or give us a call. I'll give you those phone numbers one more time here. Hillsborough County, 813-990-4620. Pinellas, 727-461-4620. And toll-free, 888-546-4620. We're going to have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. People get insurance for alien abductions, falling coconuts, and pirate takeovers. Crazy, right? What's not crazy is Domino's carryout insurance. We'll replace your pizza for free if something happens to it after you leave the store, whether it's dropping it or a pirate alien throwing coconuts at it. Carry out Domino's large three-topping pizzas for $7.99 each. Carry out only must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Insurance coverage for this promotion applies exclusively to Domino's Pizza LLC, its affiliates, and independent franchisees. Broader restrictions apply. Visit Domino's.com for more details. Hey, it's Ronnie Lane here for Bucks Game Day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Falcons on Sunday, October the 14th. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at noon, kickoff at 1 o'clock on the mighty 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from GEICO is not. Visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local GEICO office today. 
For the ultimate in tailgating, head over to Lazy Days RV, the world's largest RV dealership. Choose from over 1,500 RVs from the nation's largest selection of RV brands. Plus, at Lazy Days, experience more. Up to $7,000 in benefits that only Lazy Days offers. And visit Florida's largest RV accessory store. For a huge selection of tailgating RVs, visit Lazy Days off I-4 Exit 10 in Tampa. Lazy Days, exclusive RV partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Visit them online at LazyDays.com or stop by. This is Gerald McCoy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As a kid, I used to wish. Someday, I'm going to play in the NFL. And I hoped. Someday, I'll be a first-round pick. And I dreamed. Someday, I'll be a pro bowler. Because someday holds so much hope for all of us. As the exclusive hospital of the Buccaneers, Florida Hospital supports everyone who believes in someday. And someday soon, Florida Hospital will be Advent Health. How do you become the official truck of the NFL? You make it tough with high-strength, military-grade aluminum alloy. You make it smart with Pro Trailer Backup Assist. You make it for work. And the weekend. Ford F-Series, making tough jobs easier. That's how you become America's best-selling truck 41 years straight. Score one at your local Ford dealer. Based on sales December 1976 through November 2017. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? Thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. We are live here from Hooters on Hillsboro with Cam Brait. Still plenty of time for you to get your questions in for him. Use that hashtag BucksRadio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app, or feel free to give us a call. Uh, so looking in the Chicago game, it felt like a little bit of that momentum um, swing that just it starts snowballing, and it's hard to get out of that. It, is that kind of stuff contagious? I mean, is there an overall feel like that? And then if so... What is the way to break out of it? It's, I know it's probably a lot easier said than done, but what are the strategies when you start feeling things slip away a little bit? Yeah, that's probably one of the hardest things to do in the NFL is overcome that challenge, uh, especially on the road. Um, it's a lot easier at home if you fall behind. Just, you know, you have your fans supporting you. And um, when you're on the road, uh, you, you just need a, someone or something to happen to kind of spark you going forward, and whether it's uh, someone making a great play um, you know, a turnover, creating an interception, a sack, anything like that. And it just seemed like yesterday whenever we had an opportunity, there was a penalty or, um, you know, just a bad break for us. And um, obviously, like I said, that's one of the hardest things to do is just overcome that adversity at the beginning of a game. And uh, yesterday we just didn't do a good enough job responding. And for you guys, when the other team's offense is rolling and you're just seeing them score a lot, does that feel like it puts a little bit more pressure on you, or how do you respond to that? Is it just like, all right, like we got to step up here? You'd like to think that it wouldn't put more pressure on you, but it definitely does, um, especially when you fall behind early, uh, big like we did yesterday. It's um, kind of the, the plays you had scripted, uh, the defenses you were expecting. It, it kind of changes. Um, you know, when they have a three or four touchdown lead, they start to play a lot more zone defense, stuff like that. You know, you can't really turn to your run game to get you going. And uh, especially when they have pass rushers like they did yesterday, they can kind of just pin their ears back and just go after the quarterback. And, uh, you know, that put a lot of pressure on our offensive line, the quarterback getting the ball out quick. And uh, it just seemed like yesterday we weren't really clicking in any aspect of offense. You guys were coming off of a short week. I know that you'll never say that, you know, give that as an excuse because you'll say that is an excuse and you don't like using those. But in general, how much does it affect a team, the idea of a short week, 
like a Monday, having more time like a Thursday night game or a bye week uh, like you guys have now. What does that really do for a team and how much of a difference do you feel like it can make? I think it makes a huge difference. Um, like you said, we're not going to make any excuses or anything like that. Uh, you know, there's Thursday night games every single week and uh, there's a Monday game every week. So teams, teams have to play in those games and um, you just got to find a way to overcome that. Uh, you know, with the Monday night game, um, obviously you're not going to be feeling good Tuesday, Wednesday, and so you're kind of behind the eight ball at the beginning of the week of practice. Um, but, you know, the good teams are able to overcome that and um, not really use that as an excuse. So um, I don't think we have a Thursday night game this year, so we're just going to be playing on Sundays. So, you know, that won't be an issue for us moving forward. Right. For you as a tight end, uh, in general we hear about wide receivers and tight ends and the idea of chemistry with a quarterback and how much you guys work to build that, you know, in off-seasons and preseason training camp, things like that. Uh, when you are playing with different quarterbacks in a game, for whatever reason, whether it's an injury or anything like that, how does that affect the way you approach what you do knowing who's throwing the passes? Do you change anything about your routes or, or how, when you're expecting the ball? And, and when you see a, a switch at quarterback for any reason, what does that do in your mind? Uh, as a receiver, you really can't let it affect you. Um, just with the timing and everything like that, uh, it does does make a difference, uh, especially uh, when you have whoever's your backup going into the game. Um, they obviously didn't get the same reps that the starting quarterback got that week, uh, so they don't necessarily have the same timing uh, as a starter would have. So uh, it does present a different challenge, and, um, you know, I think that it doesn't really play a factor in either person's mind, but obviously the more reps you have with someone, the more comfortable you get. So you are missing some of those practice reps when, when you have two quarterbacks playing. So, um, you know, you would like to have your starter in for the whole game, um, but you guess, I guess you can't really, really think about it too much as a receiver. And explain just the chemistry in general. Like you talked about, you get those reps and you say that that helps. What are the, the things that come out of that that could be different, if better and, and worse chemistry? Because it seems like such an intangible concept for all of us of just chemistry with someone and it's like you're throwing and catching a ball. Like what all, to, to those of us who will never experience it, what, what does it matter? Uh, it's huge. Uh, you know, our offense is predicated a lot on timing routes and Every, everyone run, runs routes differently. Everyone kind of sees the defense a little bit differently. So the only way you can get comfortable uh, with someone, whether you're a quarterback or, or a receiver, is just by getting those reps and getting used to how each other sees the defense, you know, when you're expecting the ball out of your break. Um, so obviously having, having those extra reps in practice are definitely huge for that connection. And Mike Evans was actually talking about how he kind of blamed one of Fitz's interceptions from the Pittsburgh game on himself of that he didn't run the route that was originally th – asked for because he thought Fitz needed him to come back. And I've always thought that's such an interesting concept of when to improvise and when not to, because there's so many times the quarterback has to throw the ball before you're even there. So how, how do you know when it's okay for you to change what's originally called? Uh, it's definitely just a feel thing. Um, and the more you play with someone, the better feel you have for that. Uh, you know, I, I can specifically remember that play you're talking about with Mike and um, he kind of just flattened his route off a little bit, trying to keep it friendly for the quarterback, trying to protect the throw. And, um, you know, they kind of just saw the defense a little bit differently. You know, Fitz was thought he was going to take a little, little higher angle and um, you try to avoid those uh, miscommunications as much as possible because uh, obviously the results aren't going to be good when you have two guys on a different page. And then I know that this defense – uh, struggled against the Bears, but you practice against them all the time. You've seen them all year. What are they capable of, and, and what do you see as someone who has had to go against them a ton? What what kind of a defense can they be as compared to what happened yesterday? 
You know, I think with the players we have on defense, I think we can be a really good defense. Um, obviously, I've seen some of the stats from the first couple of weeks, and they haven't been too pretty for the defense. But um, kind of the way the games have gone, you know, that first game against New Orleans, obviously they're going to put up huge numbers when, uh, you know, they get down by three, three touchdowns in the third quarter. Um, you know, the Eagles are playing from behind most of the game, so those, no, those stats aren't really indicative of how our defense was playing in those games. Um, you know, I do think we have, you know, some really outstanding players on defense. You know, uh, the defensive line with the overhaul we had this offseason, uh, you know, practicing against those guys is tough. It definitely helps us as an offense going against, uh, you know, guys like JPP, Gerald, Vinny every single day. Um, you know, our linebackers are fast. Uh, we got some playmakers in the secondary, too. So um, I wish I could pinpoint something as, you know, for why what happened yesterday and, you know, why the Bears are able to have so much success. But, um, you know, I think personnel-wise, I think we have some really good players on defense, and hopefully we can just uh, figure things out moving forward. We're talking to Cam Brate here at the Hooters on Hillsboro, and uh, something I thought was funny last week was when Fitzpatrick was saying he didn't even tell a couple of his kids that he was starting because he couldn't trust them and, like, the whole secrecy about not telling everyone. Did people try to get you to tell them? Did you have friends or family or people asking you? Yeah, I had some text messages, uh, some creative ways of uh, people trying to get well, information out of me. people were getting sneaky yeah, about it. Yeah, there was some, uh, you know, some back channels people were working through trying to get out some information. I had some uh, Instagram messages, you know, people trying to get some fantasy advice on who to start. <laughs> um, but we were, we were pretty uh, – tight lip with that um obviously it didn't have any effect on the game or anything like that uh but i feel like just with fantasy football there's so so much interest in uh you know the personnel and injuries and uh you know the different uh packages and you know game plan for opponents uh you know the interest by fans is more so for individuals sometimes than teams so i think that's kind of an interesting aspect of it was that is that something that you get often people asking you fantasy stuff or was this sort of a unique situation uh, this was unique because it wasn't pertaining to me. <laughs> Usually, it's uh, people disappointed. Oh Usually, wow! Yeah, they won't they won't say anything when you did good. It's usually people being like, "Hey, I lost by a point." Uh, it's all your fault. Really helped if you had. Wow! Some more Even like the passive aggressiveness—that's right. amazing. Right. So I'll, I'll get those, but uh, try not to let that affect me too much. It's like you said at the beginning is how all these people think it's cool they have a friend in the NFL until you disappoint them in right. fantasy, and then they do like the cool factor is gone. They're just mad at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. People <laughs> take fantasy seriously, and I get it. You know, I played fantasy back in the day. Uh, I can't say I ever messaged uh, and, someone and on my team. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you. If you'd known them, though. Right, right, right. Well, then, yeah. You probably I would, would, have. I would have been extremely disappointed. That's actually interesting. Would, do you think that's something you would have done if you had a friend or someone you knew in the NFL and you were playing fantasy and they disappointed you? i will let them know. You no would have let them know. No that's, doubt. Yeah. That's, so now you can't blame people for doing it to you. You'd right, have done the I same can't. thing. I can't. <laughs> that's incredible. I love that. Uh, so bye week is coming up for you. What does that mean? Plans and then what you plan to do in that, in that time frame? Uh, plan to rest. First and foremost, yep. uh, it's our first real breather since the start of training camp. Um, so for me, uh, I'm going to take a couple days, kind of lay low here, and I'm actually heading back up to uh, Boston for my first time since I graduated. Cool. I'm go uh, see see some of my old coaches, see uh, Harvard Yard for for the first time. You in didn't five say years. that right though. You, Harvard Yard. There it yeah, is. There we go. <laughs> um, going to go to New York uh, for the first time in my life. Uh, which is Ever? exciting. Well, wow. We play Columbia, so I went there twice to play Columbia, but that doesn't count. Why yeah. does that not count? Because Columbia is like not – it's barely in New York. Okay. <laughs> and you can't do anything when you're going to play a game there. Right, you yeah. You get there, you go to the hotel, you have meetings, you go to bed, you wake up, you play the game, you leave. You leave. So yep. 
it'll be my first time seeing New York, so a little intimidated, but I'm excited. <laughs> what are you going to do in there? What are the big things for you that the tourist Cam Braid is going to do? Uh, I would like to go to, uh, what's it called, Central Park. Yep. That's a place. Um, That's a place. I think I might do a little Broadway show if I can. Ooh. Pretty cool. The artsy Cam yeah, Braid is coming yeah, out. Yeah, I could, not just a jock. Look at that. So well-rounded. Yeah, I don't know if I like it, but I mean, considering only you, one way to find out. It doesn't sound like you know which one. It sounds like you're just going to wander no, into like any theater exactly. and be like, excuse me, where is Broadway? Is there a show tonight? <laughs> um, yeah, so I might do that. Um, might take the subway. We'll see. Oh, I'm fancy. I'm a little intimidated by that. <laughs> Wait, have you never done public well, transportation? Well, I've done public transportation, but uh, in college we had the T which was a very classy oh, of form course. of public transportation. Of course. So I don't know about the, uh, the New York subway. fancy Harvard public transit. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. where people are playing trivia the whole time on it, and I'm right. sure. Absolutely. Writing books and reading books. So speaking of Harvard, since you're going back there, uh, first of all, I bet it's been kind of fun, all the Harvard stuff. I'm sure Harvard has loved the whole you and Ryan Fitzpatrick playing together. And I was reading how only before you, only 41 Harvard players had made it to the NFL before you, and the Bucks had never had one before you. Was that kind of cool to feel like you were part of a, a pretty elite group of people there? Uh, yeah, very elite group of young men coming out of Harvard. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're probably not considered a football power by any means, but um, you know, we get some really good players up there. It's a great, great program at the uh, FCS level, and uh, I actually forgot I was the first one to play for the Bucks, but that. thank you for reminding me. You're that's welcome. Pretty you cool. know, you just—that's what Harvard people I do. You keep like on I'm, learning, right? I'm paving the way. I paved the way for Fitz. That's, that's yes. what I'm going to tell him. That's exactly how that worked. Yep, yep. Especially age-wise, yep. that's totally how that worked. He wouldn't be here without me for sure. <laughs> Did you ever give him grief about looking at things of oh well when you were at Harvard because it was so long? It was before so you. long ago, like so long ago. But we actually found out we lived in the same exact room. What? Yeah. Yep. It was like uh, so they keep all the athletes. Okay, in so the same yeah, house I guess that's it, well that in the same rare. house in the summer. But I mean, it is kind of crazy. That's still crazy. Yeah, so we. You guys had the same. It was so a dorm room or like yeah, a. Yeah, it was a dorm room. It was about twenty years apart, probably. Did you see um, his little initials carved into the wall no, or something? No, he didn't you know? do that. He did not do that. Unfortunately, <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we we share that. Little, that is so crazy. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy that. I I think that's pretty cool and. What was it like playing for Harvard as compared to some of some of the other bigger powerhouses? What were some of the, the pros and cons of that and how you feel like it affected you as a player and a person? Uh, well, I would say a big thing is our season is a lot shorter, which when you're a player, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, our training camp didn't start till uh, middle of August, and we were done the Saturday before Thanksgiving every single year. Wow. Yeah, so it was about 13 weeks of football every fall. Um, you got to be <laughs> home for Thanksgiving every year. Uh, some of the crowds weren't weren't very large. Uh, <laughs> pretty much uh, when we played, let's see, I'm trying to think. Harvard versus Columbia at Columbia is pretty much a friends and family affair only. There's no there's no actual <laughs> fans at the game, um, but it, it was pretty cool. Uh, it was definitely a unique experience. Uh, get super close with your teammates. Um, you know, some of those friends are some of the closest friends I have. Just you're around them all the time. You take the same classes with them. You know, you're you're at football with them. So you spend pretty much your entire day every day for four years with the same dude. So uh, it was Hopefully an awesome you like experience. Them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I mostly liked them all. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, so you, when you get to the NFL and your first big stadium experience happens, was that something that you feel like is the biggest difference in terms of how football felt? Was the crowd watching you? Uh, yeah, that was definitely big. 
um, I was I would say I wasn't really prepared for you know the first time playing in front of a huge crowd. I remember my first game was against uh, the Bengals at Raymond James, and uh, I had trouble hearing the quarterback, which never kind really happened to me before. Right? Uh, you don't get that experience during the preseason either. So um, yeah, there's nothing really like it. Um, it's pretty pretty unbelievable experience and. Definitely one of the aspects I enjoy the most of playing the NFL is being able to perform in front of that many people every week. Um, but, yeah, getting used to that was big and uh, kind of just the expectations. Mm. Um, you know, you can kind of get by in the Ivy League uh, <laughs> if, uh, if you're not really 100% all in every single play. You know, if it's a runaway, you can kind of, ah, all right, I'm good. But uh, everything in the NFL is so important. Everything is captured on film, so you always got to be putting your best foot forward with that. So uh, that was another thing I had to get used to. So football, there was some leeway. Classes, not so much. So it's kind of the opposite of other colleges where football, you had to be on your P's and Q's, and the classes weren't maybe quite. You could skip a class here and there and not be that bad. Right, for sure. Yeah, I, I uh, did a pretty good job with my attendance, I would say, at college. I, I can pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, school was definitely a challenge. Uh, that was a big jump from high school to college. Um, but with the football team, that was, that was such a great uh, tool to, to have, you know, 20 other guys taking the same class as you. And uh, you always had study partners, and, you know, we found a way to get by. Yeah. Well, and you even had to take your last final when you were trying to make an NFL roster. So mm -hmm. for people who don't know that story, how did that go in terms of when you were graduating, when you were trying to make an NFL team? Yeah, so I tried – moving up my test uh, because I knew I had mini camp that weekend. I was going up to Minnesota, uh, but that idea got poo-pooed pretty quick uh, by the administration. <laughs> so um, it was a Saturday. My, my test was going to be on a Saturday, and I was up in Minnesota. We had football from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., and uh, I got back to my hotel room, and there was a proctor from University of Michigan in the lobby waiting for me, so I took my History of Art and Architecture 11 final from 10.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. Uh, wow. in the hotel lobby, complete with her, her husband and their child. Um, <laughs> family so, affair. Yeah, it was a family affair, and uh, yeah, that was a long day. I'll say that. And then, you know, I had to wake up at 7 and do it again the next day, too. So that was definitely a unique experience. That sounds Something awful. I'll always remember. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Well, how did you do on the test? That's I did good. I got an A-. It was really, Unbelievable. It was an easy class. I will say that. I think a Harvard easy class, though, is a little different than most easy classes. But that's pretty inc incredible. I will give you credit. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with the arts and the architecture. <laughs> See, you're well-rounded again. This that's is you right. going to Broadway. I love it. Well, we still have plenty of time here on Buccaneers Total Access with Cam Brayton. Get your questions in. Send them in on the More section of the Bucks app. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter or give us a call. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. At Hooters, you can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. And while you're there, enjoy Hooters' great game day eats. Join us for the Bucks Players Show every Monday night at 5 p.m. at Hooters on Hillsborough. Hey, it's Ronnie Lane here for Bucks game day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Falcons on Sunday, October the 14th. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at noon, kickoff at 1 o'clock on the mighty 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play -play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from Geico is not. 
Visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local GEICO office today. Billy's internet costs too much dough for slow uploads that drain his side hustle flow. Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds four times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 80 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com slash FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer. Equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. When your young athlete is injured and needs help getting back in the game, who do you turn to? The Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa specializes in providing your child the best pediatric physical and occupational therapy and protecting your child's recovery to help prevent future injury. Focusing only on children and young adults, Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa wants to get your athlete back in the game and back to playing the sports they love. Learn more at HopkinsAllChildrens.org. Discover a few reasons to get into a Ford SUV during SUV season, like the available Enhanced Active Park Assist in Ford Edge, or Escape with available cross-traffic alert, and carry up to seven people in the spacious Explorer. Don't miss big savings on a new SUV. It's SUV season, going on now at your local Ford dealer. Driver Assist features are supplemental and do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and need to control the vehicle. Sales claim based on 2017 calendar year sales. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Bucks team reporter, Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? We are here at the Hill- Hooters on Hillsboro with Cam Brate. Still plenty of time for you to get your questions in. Use that hashtag BucksRadio on Twitter. Use the More section of the Bucks app or give us a call. I like this one. Uh, we were just talking about how you went out to eat in Chicago, and Aaron wanted to know what your diet and workout regimen is like. And I love this. He says, you're a big guy but looked very lean and strong. Wow. Is that Aaron you it's said? It's Aaron. Aaron. Oh. Aaron is a big fan. Wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, Body Vibrate is uh, <laughs> a very specific regimen. When um, can we expect the video release of that? Video's coming out 2019. Perfect. Um, yeah, but I would say I eat pretty healthy. I always have. I took an interest in uh, health when I was in college, nutrition. Um, so I took a couple classes on that, learned some some great information. So um, try to eat, you know, lean proteins, a lot of vegetables. Um, I love juice, like pressed juices. I spend a lot of money on that. You're so <laughs> fancy. You're <laughs> so South Tampa now. I am so South Tampa, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I eat pretty healthy. Um, did a lot of yoga in the past. I, I thought that was great for me. Um, you know, some things with my body I've had to stop for the time being. Um, but, you know, we're, we're in the weight room during the season probably three days a week. Uh, lifting, trying to maintain our strength, really not trying to get super strong or anything like that during the season. Um, just trying to stay the same and not lose too much uh, because that's definitely a struggle when you're playing 17 straight weeks. Yeah, how does that work during the bye week when you're wanting to get some rest but you don't want to get out of shape or anything? I can imagine that it would be tempting to just like lay on the couch and eat ice cream and just be so unhealthy. Yeah, so that's my plan for the next two days. Perfect. Yeah, got to get that in. Um, but then probably do some cardio, uh, try to get the blood moving a little bit, try to break a sweat. I, I live by the Matt McConaughey workout advice, which is a sweat a day. Uh, so got to do something, <laughs> something to get Florida, the blood going. In Florida, that just means walking outside. <laughs> I know, which is great. Yeah, you're uh, done. Yeah. Sold. Just right now, walking to the parking lot later. You're right, good. You're good. Um, but yeah, so you definitely have to do a little bit of something. So probably Thursday, Friday, I'll get something in. Um, but nothing crazy. And 
for you, the what, what would be a cheat day for you? Like, Cam, I'm, a, I'm a great cheat day guy. Oh, I'm great. <laughs> You're at cheat really day. Yeah. good at it. It's one of my best qualities. It's quite a skill. Um, I mean, it's hard to do to just be bad at e- at eating oh, and yeah. working out. So props to you. It. Yep. And what it, what does it look like for you? Um, let's see. Breakfast. Nothing crazy. Breakfast. You know, I, I like to start off the day right. Uh, you know, a smoothie. I would say my number one quality as a person is my ability to make a smoothie. <laughs> I am. I don't know what it is. A lot of trial and error, but uh, I just excel at I that. I can't tell if this means you make an incredible smoothie, no, or we need to work on the rest incredible. of you a little bit for that to no, be your no, best no. quality. I have a lot of good qualities. Okay, there we go. I'm but your smoothie is that good. At making smoothies. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but you know, the rest of the day, I'll get in some, you know, some some sweets. I, I'm a sucker for cheesecake. Ooh, nice. Yeah, big cheesecake guy. Cheesecake. So I like that. I'll definitely get that in. Uh, so we had. Uh, Carl Nassib on our show recently here and he was uh, did you watch Hard Knocks this year? I did not. He was on Hard Knocks and basically ended up there was a scene where he was giving financial advice must have been pretty good. And I was thinking about how you you were getting hit up for financial advice at the beginning when people found out you were not only from Harvard but had gone, had done some hedge fund internships and things like that so people were always asking you questions A does that still happen B did you ever actually give any advice that seemed to work Uh no I think I gave bad advice once Perfect. and uh you know once the guys got to know me a little better and realized I wasn't actually smart they were like <laughs> all right Cam's not the guy Luckily Fitz came in and like kind of repaired the image of Harvard oh, that good. I had shattered <laughs> For so many people, because uh, he's actually a really smart dude. Harvard's enrollment was down yeah. because of you. They were like, oh, man, no this is it's lost its reputation here. No doubt. That's pretty funny. Uh, do you still think you might work in finance someday? Is that still a thing you would enjoy? Yeah, I think so. Eventually, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds kind of depressing right now. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I've always been interested in numbers. And, um, you know, I had some good experiences in the past in that field. So um, not ruling it out. I think eventually I would like to go to business school. It's kind of wow. a dream of mine, um, but I guess we'll see. I yeah. like that, and it's a good thing you had some of that finance knowledge because you had to pay off student loans. Which, how often have people been surprised to hear that? Because I, I imagine most people are just like, oh, like an athlete would never have to do that. Yeah. So Ivy League uh, is no scholarships uh, for any sports. Uh, it's all based on how much your parents make, and so um, I graduated with. Nothing crazy, but I had student loans that I, I was able to pay off um, pretty quickly, which is great. Right. Because uh, I didn't have too many expenses my, my rookie year. So uh, I was able to, to pay those off my rookie year, and, you know, I haven't looked back since. Nice. That's yeah. pretty great. And your rookie year, I mean, you had we, – we already talked about how weird it was when you were getting into the league and having to do a test the same day as mini camp and stuff. But then you even still had some weird stuff once you got signed that I, I – I wonder if even a lot of Bucks fans remember that technically you got cut and like went to the Saints for a bit. That had to just be the craziest stretch of time. So what was that like to then have that happen that year and then become such an integral part of the offense? Uh, it probably made me appreciate, you know, having success and being part of the team a little yeah. bit more because, um, yeah, I got released from the Bucks practice squad after week one in 2015. Um, I was very surprised, you know, I was pretty bummed, so um, I got a call from Shelton Quarles, who I like very much, but <laughs> that you, nev- day, not so you much. never want to <laughs> get a phone call from Shelton Quarles, uh, he's, the, he's the reaper there at one buck, the um, reaper. so I got a call from him and kind of knew that was not going to be good news, so 
um, you know, I packed my stuff up right then and there, and I started driving home. And, um, you know, I didn't think I would ever play in the NFL again. I was, that was it, one that week was it and for that was me. it. Yeah, so I uh, started driving home. Um, you know, my agent called me a couple hours later. I was can't remember what town I was in, but it was somewhere still in Florida. And uh, he told me the Saints were going to sign me, so I made a U-turn, <laughs> drove back to the airport, flew out, practiced with the Saints the next day. Um, then I was there for a week, and on Monday morning, Lovey called me um, while I was in a meeting in New Orleans, uh, letting me know that they are going to claim me off the Saints practice squad. So um, that was a great day. I, you know, I really liked it in Tampa. I liked the coaches, liked the players. So, um, you know, that was, that was just a really awesome day for me. And, um, yeah, it's been great since. That's an interesting point about it, making you appreciate everything more and see how quickly things can turn. Do you feel like that really did make an impact on the kind of player you've turned out to be? Definitely. Um, you know, at that point, it was pretty much like, shoot, what do I have to lose at this point? Just might as well go all in. You know, I've already had the worst thing in my eyes happen to me, which was, uh, to be cut from the Bucks practice squad, and um, it really, really did give me appreciation for um, you know just being there every single day. You know, I never take it for granted because uh, I know how quickly it can be taken away. I'm really glad that we got this question. Uh, Chris said, since we are talking finance, are you still living with Adam Humphreys and Ryan Griffin? I am. I am still Love living it. with them. Yes. So you've signed a, a big contract now to where you don't need roommates. Is that safe to say? Uh, well, maybe financially. I right. might not need them. So you need them emotionally. Emotionally, <laughs> emotionally I need them. Tell me the emotional support. They're like your emotional support dogs. Yeah. Uh, are we going to get them like service dog vests that they can wear whenever they're with you? I think you can take them on the plane with you when you need them. I think that would be fair. That yeah. sounds perfect. Tell yeah. me the emotional support that these guys offer you. What This, this friendship <laughs> is just magical, and I, I feel like people need to know just how tight the three of you guys are. Yeah, so we've living, we've been living together, sorry, for, I've been living with Adam for four years, and then we were able to convince Ryan to live with us, um, too, which was pretty cool. We had our third musketeer. Um, but yeah, you know, we get along really well. Um, I've always had roommates. I enjoy having roommates. Uh, I don't like to be by myself. <laughs> it makes me very lonely, so um, having those guys... Uh, you know, to talk to, to bounce ideas off of, to vent to. Um, it's been awesome, and, you know, we've gotten really close, and I uh, really do value those guys' friendship. And your house had some of the weirdest, uh, we'll call them decorations. Take it back. No, <laughs> I didn't say bad. I just said, how about the unique? Yeah. Does that sound better, unique That's decorations? That's right. Because you guys had Christmas trees as basically your entire source of decoration. Is that fair to say? Still do. Still, and that was going to be my question. So you bought a new house, right? I did buy a new house. Have, yes. And you, you've moved in? No. No, you're still in the same apartment before. Yep. Okay, so the decorations are also there. So you have two, three Christmas trees? We have three. Three Christmas trees that have been up for a year and a half, almost two years now? They've been up since November 2016. Look at that. That's incredible. And Papa Shot game? Yeah, it's broke. We broke it. You bro <laughs> of course. But it's did. still up. This is why you can't have nice things. I know. Uh, are, are all of these things going to make the trip to the new house, or are we going to start fresh when that gets moved into? <sighs> Kills me to say, but I think we're going to start fresh. With, with all new trees or just new Christmas trees. maybe move past the Christmas tree no, decorating new phase? New Christmas trees. Just new trees. Okay. Yeah. And now they can be bigger trees, new contract trees. It'll be the same tree, just a new just one. <laughs> and I remember, what all... Okay, I remember one of my favorite things in there was that when we did this tour, we did, we did a video 
in case people haven't seen, of, of the tour of your apartment. And you guys had, like, your game ball, and, like, Adam had a game ball, and then Ryan had a community ball that he'd been given, and it was like he was talking about how this was actually the best accomplishment of the house because it was about giving back. Yeah, he does give back. You know, <laughs> what a great guy. Uh, it's an honor to call him a friend and a roommate. Um, but we did all get game balls, the entire team, for our win against uh, New Orleans. So now Ryan's got a game ball, too. So he does have a game ball, which kills me. I bet uh, it does. You loved pointing out that that wasn't a But, case. you know, he's just a great guy. Uh, he's always my community MVP. That's, that's amazing. I love it. And even, I remember, don't you have a candle of some sort. I oh, with the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Yankee candle. Yes. The custom Yankee candle. And, and where did this come from again, and what does it look like? for? I, I need people to understand how amazing this candle is. I think Adam's mom <laughs> made it for us and gave it to us as a Christmas gift one year. <laughs> uh, and it's just been on our kitchen t uh, counter for – that was 2016. So, yeah, it's been up there for a really long time. But and it has a picture of you guys? Yeah, I think it says the Three Buccaneers. The Three Buccaneers. Yeah, it's pretty great. That's a perfect name for your little friend group. I love it. We're talking to Cam Braid here at Hooters on Hillsboro. Uh, are you going to, like, now that you have money, like, hire a decorator? Like, is this – no? We're just still great, bachelor life? I got a great sense of the arts. We, we've <laughs> talked about this, so – you um, did get an A minus on that final, so there is no excuse for the decorating in your so, house. Yeah, I've had to like go out and like look at stuff for a house, which has been one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it's so boring. So I'm definitely gonna get help from people because you just don't want to do it. Despise every minute. I am in a showroom. I am at a store looking at stuff. I have no idea. what You I'm hate doing. all of it. If Furniture shopping, decorating, all you hate all of it. Football or math. <laughs> I, I'm out. Math. I'm so out. <laughs> well, you only said math to make yourself sound less like a jock. Like, it's not football. Well, like, yeah, exactly. That's math. actually exactly what I did. And it's not really math. It's just, like, addition, subtraction. But. Yeah. Purchase. So what was your first big purchase after the contract? <laughs> Ooh. Um, that's a great question. Uh, I got a car. Okay. A new one. Yeah. Well, it's a used car, guys. But uh, Wait. So you still did not buy a new car even after this big contract? No, it, it depreciates oh once you drive gosh. out of the lot. Look at the practicality. Yeah, so I, I got a new car. I gave my old car to my brother um, as a gift, which he enjoyed. Um, Was he potentially expecting a new car after that? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> he doesn't ask for too much. No, nice. he was he was happy with whatever Good. I gave him. So um, yeah, I got a new car, which is cool. So do you just not care about stuff in general? Do you is it a practicality <laughs> thing? Like, are you not? Sorry, I'm. Not, <laughs> That sounded terrible. Do you not care about the image of new fancy stuff is how I should have phrased that? Uh, it depends, I guess, what it is. I like shoes. Okay, so that's where you're, you're um, willing to get the nice new fancy things. I like shoes. I like uh, shoes. That's pretty much it. I like <laughs> food. I like food and I like shoes. Food and shoes. Yeah. I like that. Um, we, we had a question from Allison. Ooh. Who said, do you find it difficult to date since you're an NFL player? Wow, great question, Allison. Um, no, I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm usually you know, not too active in the dating scene. I do have a girlfriend. So uh, there you out go. Out there somewhere. Out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty chill, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. you got a girlfriend. So see, yeah. no, you're, it's not difficult. Yes. That's, that's the goal, difficult. right, is the girlfriend. I love go. it. We still have a little bit of time here left with Cambrate. Last chance to get those questions in. Send them in on the More section of the Bucks app, or you can give us a call or send them in using hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio.
Football fans, rejoice! Affinity Rewards fueled by Chevron is back and better than ever. Sign up at Affinity.com, start earning points, and score big with game tickets, official team gear, autographed merchandise, and unique experiences with your favorite team. Sign up, start earning, score big. Register at Affinity.com and start earning points today. That's A-F-A-N-I-T-Y.com to register. See program rules for details. Get the most out of your next trip to the beach with FloridaBeachInsider.com. You'll find expert picks to help you choose the best beach for your interest, plus insider tips to guide you to convenient places to park, eat, or grab a drink, and deals on places to stay. From dog beaches to family-friendly spots, trust the locals at FloridaBeachInsider.com to tell you what you need to know before you go. So you're homesick and uploading pics of your kitten is all you want to do. But when your cable is slow, it's like your internet took a sick day too. Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds four times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 80 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer, equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. You say there's nothing quite like the feel of the open road when you ride a motorcycle. You know it takes concentration, knowledge, and skills beyond those required to drive a car. Ride Smart Florida would like to take this opportunity to remind you to enjoy the road, but to always ride smart. S-M-A-R-T. Say no to drinking and riding. Make yourself more visible to motorists. Always wear your helmet. Ride and control. Train regularly and get endorsed. Visit RideSmartFlorida.com for more details. Do you ride smart? This message is provided by the Florida Department of Transportation. You grew up together, went to college together. Now, your best friend is getting married, and you've been asked to make the toast. You tap the glass, a hush falls. You clear your throat and say, This is a big moment for everyone, because right now it's time to test drive the Mercedes-Benz C-Class. Sporty, spacious, sleek. It's the benchmark of refinement and performance. The one that's been power sliding through our dreams at night. So I say enjoy your cake and eat it too. I will. Right now you can lease the 2018 C300 Sport Sedan with a NHTSA 5-star overall safety rating for $399 a month for 36 months with $4,247 due at signing. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Our participating dealers through October 1st, 2018. Acquisition fee may vary by dealer. Call 1-800-344-8736 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Eurocars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Loki Motor Company, Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel, or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Bucks team reporter, Casey Phillips. Welcome back in, Bucks fans. Uh, hope everyone's Monday is going well. The good news is it's over. And so now we are in our final segment with Cam Brait. And I know we have a caller on the line. we got Brian from Davenport. Brian, go ahead. Uh, how you doing, Kate? Doing great. Uh, I just want to say, Cam, you're a great player, and I just wanted to like ask you a question. I just want to like see how you, how you like game is within like now it's the new starter. So, how do you think? Like, 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 like,
Yeah, he was, he was coming asking, in and out a little bit. Yeah, I think he was asking whether our offense is going to change yes. with Jameis quarterback. Yes. Um, you know, I think our offense will pray, stay pretty much the same. Um, you know, it's the same system we've been using under Coach Cutter for the past four years. Um, kind of got a new wrinkle this year with Coach Monk uh, calling the plays. Um, but I think offensively we're, we're going to continue to try to do the same things, uh, you know, which is get the ground game going, uh, work play action passes. Um, obviously we think our – uh, receivers and tight ends uh, are pretty good, <laughs> so uh, we're going to try to get, you know, Mike, Deshaun, Chris, uh, Adam, OJ, myself, try to get us one-on-one -on -one matchups and uh, try to exploit those. So uh, I think offensively we're, we're going to continue to do the same things, and uh, which is run the football and, you know, take shots down the field. Yeah, I think to say that you guys have some pretty good pass catchers is like the understatement of the, the century. You guys are an incredible group, and um, what has it been like playing – with so many other people that are so good at it and, and describe just what it's like being in those rooms and what maybe it does allow the offense to do that you wouldn't otherwise when you have the speed of Deshaun and Mike's, you know, incredible ability to come down with anything. Same thing, I mean, you and OJ and you as a red zone threat so much. I mean, that's just got to open up so many options for you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, you know, the thing I think that makes our uh, offense pretty special is that we, we all complement each other pretty well. Uh, we all have different skill set. You know, we all have our, our you know, kind of one thing that we really excel at. Uh, you know, as an offense, I think it's sometimes, especially during practice, you kind of kind of catch yourself watching. You know, some of these guys do amazing things. Uh, you know, with Mike Evans, it's every single day he does something spectacular. Deshaun, uh, when, he, when he kicks it in that fifth gear, it's like the fastest human I've ever seen in my life. So, um, you know, just, just working with them and trying to pick up little things every single day. Uh, it definitely uh, it helps our offense having so many guys provide so many different things to uh, you know try to take advantage of what the defense has given us. That's so cool that you still get starstruck in some ways like that, and that you're still a fan as even as a player, which I think is cool. Have there been any other moments for you where you were a fan while playing and, or, or starstruck at any point? Well, I'm always a fan while I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you know, I always root for Hump. I, I love when Hump does something good. Um, but like I said, it's every single day, you know, these guys do some something amazing. Um, uh, kind of recently against the Steelers when Deshaun returned that punt, it was unbelievable. Like, he just went to a different gear than I've ever seen him go to. And he We're was just saying just, something. He was the fastest person on the planet on that, on that <laughs> punt return. It was amazing. How about being starstruck by other players, teams, coaches, have there been moments when you walk out there and you see someone that, you know, maybe you, you did either watch before you came into the league or something, you're like, I am on the same field as so-and-so. Yeah, Jay Cutler was always my guy, so it kills me he's out of the league now. Um, that was cool playing against him. I grew up a big Jay Cutler fan. Uh, you know, growing up in Chicago, I, I always appreciated Greg Olson, so uh, kind of when we play them, I always kind of try to see what he's doing. Um, same with you know, Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, when we played them last year, that was pretty surreal because uh, I went to school up there in Boston. I got to see so many Patriots games and uh, definitely had to kind of pinch myself and try to refocus and not, not get too starstruck by seeing those guys. Yeah, is that why you have the, the spike as the, as the touchdown celebration? Uh, yeah. I mean, as a white guy, like, <laughs> I can't dance. There's nothing cool I can do. It's the safest <laughs> thing. Uh, you just thing. throw the football into the ground. You cannot mess it up. If you could do anything, what would it be? Like if you could celebrate in any way, shape, I, or form. I wish I could do a cool dance where it would be like, hey, that's Cam's touchdown dance, but I can't. 
and I know I can't. You know, you've just accepted I know, it. Yeah, That's I know. great. Yep. Okay, we have a caller on the line, and uh, we got Paul from Clearwater. Paul, we only got about a minute left, so we're going to squeeze your question in. What's going on? Just I just want to know what what Cam did on the goal line play. That I didn't see him do anything wrong. Nobody thought of it. Oh, oh, sorry. You, uh, you're talking about that one uh, almost touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it just sometimes happens. It's uh, one of those kind of bang-bang plays. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, the ref thought that I might have pushed off something, which I vehemently deny. It was <laughs> I'm innocent on, I'm on those charges. Um, but, yeah, it's just part of the game. You know, those penalties sometimes happen where, you know, you're competing and um, – you know, being a ref is hard. Uh, I used to ref basketball games, and I was pretty bad at it. So uh, I understand what those guys go through. So uh, I never try to get too upset with what the officials call. Speaking of which, you did play basketball. Uh, would that be the other sport you'd say you're best at? Uh, I mean, I enjoy it the most. I don't know if I'm the best at it. Yeah, I played basketball and baseball in high school. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say that's my second sport. Yeah, basketball. I do remember you saying, though, that free throws. Oh, I can't shoot free throws. I'm so bad. You're so bad at so it. So bad. Like, were you the, the big man that would just get, like, the hack-a-shack would happen to you? No, they wouldn't even put me in the game at the end of the game because they knew if <laughs> I was going to have to shoot free throws, like, it was going to be horrible. Um, yeah, I think it was just, like, I missed some, and then it got in my head, and then I realized, like, all, all the people are looking at just you when you're at the free throw line. That's a lot of pressure. And uh, I think they were also looking at you when you scored the touchdown yesterday. Like, and didn't you close your eyes shooting free throws? Well, yeah. You always got to challenge yourself, find <laughs> different ways to you know, improve your game. So I love it. Eyes closed. Give it a whirl. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Well, Cam, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Enjoy your bye week. Hope you get a lot of rest and hope you enjoy it. And thanks to all of you for listening. We're here every Monday. We won't be here next week because of the bye week. But start coming on out here Mondays, 5 p.m. at the Hooters on Hillsboro. We're going to have uh, more next a couple weeks from now. Thanks to everyone who came out here tonight. This has been Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. And those craveable wings that will knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. On game day, enjoy 450 Bud and Bud Light Big Daddy mugs or Bud buckets, just $12. See you at Hooters. When it comes to cancer, defense isn't always the right strategy. You have to be willing to go on the offensive to attack it relentlessly like Moffitt Cancer Center, standing up to it with the same courage Moffitt sees in every cancer patient they treat. That's why Moffitt is working every day to outsmart cancer, not just to react to it, but to get ahead of it, which is the best way to win. To see stories of courage, visit moffitt.org courage. Moffitt, proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access has been brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks, your friend on the digital frontier. Join us again next Monday live from Hooters on Hillsboro Avenue. Hooters, the original wing joint, celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. This is 620 WDAE St. Petersburg and 95.3 FM, home of the best Bucks coverage.